Okay, another another dreaded question on behalf of the, all the males out there, <laughs> especially those who get closer to 40 years old. Yes. Is there only one way to check the prostate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Greg? Please elaborate. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> I can't. You can't ever do the intro without laughing. No. You're listening to the Free State Healthcare Podcast, the one and only, the infallible... <laughs> <laughs> no mistakes ever committed here. Nope, zero. <laughs> uh, but we, we're going to jump right into this. It's called the Consultant's Corner. We do this Consultant's Corner the last Monday, or I'm sorry, the third Monday of the month, where we get to speak to a consultant and they give us medical information about something that pertains to our lives that is pertinent to our lives Especially when I'm talking to Louisa here. Say what's up. What's up? Because she won't let me talk about crazy, serious things. I don't want to talk about serious things. I always say, hey, what about this disease? What about that disease? And she's like, Greg, it's, um, no. I always want to say, Greg, what about the thing that people always need or yeah. want? or Yeah, not the, not the random. Not the obscure diseases. The obscure disease you found from... Mayo Clinic. <laughs> Your Dr. Google. <laughs> Do I have Maytherner syndrome? <laughs> so we are going to talk about something. It's a real touchy subject, if you ask me. And personally, it's the subject that makes me very uncomfortable. Why? And so past traumas, uh, tra- <laughs> traumatic experiences with this. Louisa, what in the world are we talking about today? Uh, you would think we were talking about something very, very scary, but we're actually just talking about general physical exams. Okay, yeah, just a physical exam. Now, a show of hands, how many people here have had a physical exam? <laughs> if you raised your hand during this podcast, kudos to you. We know you're serious. I have, and I mean more than one, uh, which is the right thing to do, right? That makes the nurse, the nurse here happy. But I would just like to say, first of all, let me say that Many people, myself included, are very confused about physical exams. All right, I'm going to read you the story real quick. You did not tell me there was going to be a story. Just just listen. You'll like it, okay? Okay. Um, let me see here. When I was a kid, this is from someone online, of course. I won't tell you where I got it. When I was a kid, like eight or nine years old, I had to get a routine physical to participate in sports at school. My dad took me. Everything went great until the doctor told my dad he needed to get a urine sample. My dad hands me the cup and tells me to go to the bathroom in the cup and bring it back to him. Okay. I, being a bit naive, did not know what urine was. So I went into the bathroom and promptly pooped. I censored the word there. I promptly pooped in the cup. My dad was waiting for me near the front desk of the doctor's office since we were leaving after turning in the cup. I proudly walked up, handed the cup to my dad, and said, Is this enough or should I go back and scoop up some more from the bowl? The nurse at the desk looks up and nearly spits her coffee all over my dad. He set the cup on the desk and said, we're leaving now. <laughs> I didn't understand what was wrong until that night when my mom came in to explain my mistake. Oh. The end. I, I feel traumatized for that child as well. Uh, Louisa, what's the problem here? 
Uh, well, the problem here is that maybe no one explained to the child what they should have been doing. So do you think it's important? I think this story it really shows how maybe even to children, you should explain what's about to happen at the doctor's office before it happens. You know, I think that's a very good general rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Just by the way, when I was really young, and I, I think it was my first physical exam, it was not explained to me what was about to happen. The nurse asks, asks me to strip down, which I do, and uh, very reluctantly. And then she's like massaging, feeling around like the inside of my groin area. And all I can remember, this is so awkward. <laughs> Is I just laughed. It was like so ticklish. <laughs> Has that ever happened? Like that happens all the time. Does it really? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, that's weird. It, that's weird. That's weird. It's not that weird. Okay. Not if you don't make it weird. Do you laugh with them or? <laughs> I, I mean, I usually warn them like, "Hey, this is what I'm gonna do." Sometimes it's um, it can be a little bit ticklish. It can be uncomfortable for you, but this is why I'm doing it. This is why we need to check for this. And I think that most kids or adults, if you fully explain like why they're why we're doing certain things or why we're gathering certain tests, then their their comfort level is usually better. How about that, huh? That's good. (laughs) Well, since you brought it up, what is a physical exam? Let's just start there. Well, so a physical exam is kind of like an inventory of your health. Mm -hmm. So they can be done at any time, but most of the time we do them yearly. Uh, With kids, we um, sometimes, especially newborns, we do them a little bit more often uh, to see if they're meeting milestones. Mm -hmm. Uh, With adults, we usually use that time as, like I said, an inventory and then maybe for preventative testing. Oh, okay. So you said yearly. So my question for you was going to be, why and when is it necessary to get one? You know, like, do we have to get one early? You know, at what age? And do we have, I mean, every single year? Every single year you should be getting a physical exam. Oh, no. um, yes, Greg, yourself included. I've missed a lot of physicals. Um, most people in their 20s and 30s miss a lot of physicals. Okay. That's, that's just, you know, the truth. Um, but you should be getting yearly exams because that way uh, your provider can um, keep track of what preventative things that we need to be doing. For example, um, when you turn 9 to 11, we do a universal cholesterol screening. Or after you turn 40 and you're a male, we start checking your prostate antigen levels. And those types of things can help us uh, prevent further damage Mm -hmm. so we can start treatment early start intervention early uh, and hopefully catch scarier things okay another another dreaded question on behalf of all the males out there (laughs) especially those who get closer to 40 years old yes is there only one way to check the prostate (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean greg please elaborate (laughs) i can just hear a glove snapping and getting on all fours it just it sounds terrifying that's that's really scary um no uh and not a a lot of providers anymore do uh rectal exams are you serious yeah because we do get a lot of information from the psa itself the serum um test or blood test uh but sometimes we do need to do an exam just to make sure like if you have some type of infectious process within the prostate or, or something like that then we will do an exam like based on what you get from the blood sample no based on symptoms like if somebody comes in and they're having certain types of symptoms and we need to check the prostate um then 
you know, sometimes you can feel a nodule on there. Okay. So you just brought a lot of alleviation to my fear of 40. <laughs> so at 40, if or when I go in for a physical, um, should I be worried that that's, they're going to do that to me? It depends on your provider, but you should have the conversation with them. Like, let me see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Will you buy me dinner first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Is there a reason why it's called a physical exam? Because, look, I was reading online, mm-hmm. and it said that exam physical exams are becoming more technology-based and less, quote-unquote, touchy. What do you, I guess I would have to ask in what context you, you read that. Because when I, all I'm doing is speaking here from past traumas. <laughs> So physical exam, when I hear physical, the only thing I think about is... Is your hernia check? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, and like, that was a sports physical. Physical touch. That, yeah. Is that only for regarding sports? No. No. In <clears throat> fact, um, when you think about a physical exam, right, we're talking head to toe. You come in. It's been a year since I've seen you. I want to ask you about your... I usually start from the head, and everybody has their own method that they use. You know, I ask about the head, like, have you been having any migraines, headaches, um, vision changes, hearing changes, uh, any issues with, um, you know, snoring at night? Um, So it's really, truly an inventory of your health and what is happening with Mm -hmm. you. Like, do you have any questionable spots in your skin that we want to look at? Um, And that's how we catch a lot of the times things that could be going on that maybe you just like didn't think anything about. Like, oh yeah, I do have this random mole uh, that I would, I probably should get checked out, but you don't think about it because a lot of people just come to the doctor when they feel sick. Yeah. Okay. That's going to make me go off on a tangent here because I'm curious, how do you know, like when you say inventory and you're going to check X, Y, and Z, that just sounds like... There are so many things that go into making up the human body. So, like, how do you limit that? Or else I would imagine you'd be in there for, like, a week. Right. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And there are times that you are in there forever (laughs) uh, because there's just so many things that people hadn't thought about before coming. Now, obviously, there's some blood work associated with this, um, especially if it's your yearly exam. We look at your electrolytes, your white count, your red red blood cells, your hemoglobin. We We look at lipids or cholesterol. Um, A1C, if you're, if you maybe are having some early diabetes, um, we, sometimes we check thyroid depending on what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and it also depends on your age and what, what kind of picture you're painting when you're in the room with the provider. Okay. So we're kind of provider specific here or. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is, you know, like a consensus of what a physical exam should include and that's a head to toe assessment <laughs> but <laughs> in my experience not all providers um follow the same maybe verbiage or um or method okay so it's not like two providers walk into a bar right and <laughs> one... <laughs> I, I can guarantee you if two providers walk into a bar <laughs> they're uh, there to drink right right so one, one of them would never say to the other well in the physical exam i gave today which they probably shouldn't be talking about. Right. They would never be talking about patients outside never, of work. Never, ever. They wouldn't. 
they one of them would not say, well, I checked their feet because I was looking for diabetes. But the other one said, oh, well, I checked their cholesterol to see if it was high. And then they look at each other and say, what? You didn't check for diabetes? <laughs> and then one said, you didn't check for high cholesterol? Oh, so that, right, that's right. not going to happen. That should not be happening. Okay. Okay. So walk me through the process then, okay? Uh, undo all of my past trauma and triggers. Okay. I walk into the the clinic room with the How provider are you, <laughs> are you serious on, well i mean it depends so like if you're 15 coming into a physical a yearly physical versus 32 or 58 the exam um changes a little bit or what i'm looking for changes a little bit i did not know that all right so uh, let's 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 try both paths at 15 <laughs> 15 year old greg walks into the clinic for, for a sports his, physical for, yes okay and what is the step-by-step process here i sit down on the little bed with the paper on it then what happens okay so very similar you know i still do a head-to-toe assessment i would maybe include some information about Oh, you know, alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. I would include information about safe sex practices. Um, are you wearing your seatbelt? Or do you play any sports? If so, are you wearing a helmet? Um, mm-hmm. I would ask, and a lot of that is called anticipatory guidance or a lot of education. Then if they're playing sports, I would ask, you know, has anyone in the family uh, passed away suddenly at, before the age of 30 or something like that? Just mm-hmm. I am I'm gathering information very pertinent to that because I'll – people like if you think about like basketball players you hear some of them with like marfan syndrome mm-hmm. that just like pass away randomly yeah. so that's what i'm trying to establish like do you have any abnormal heartbeats um if so do we need to get that checked out by a cardiologist before mm-hmm. you start playing sports and and really um doing stuff that may cause something more serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. so those are the types of things that i would ask a 15 year old um a lot of education um, versus, for example, like a 32-year-old, I would ask, have you ever been diagnosed with X, Y, and Z? How many drinks are you drinking um, per month? Are you... Right. Um, like, what do you need help with um, mental health? Like, do I need to refer you somewhere else? And and then we start talking about, like, okay, maybe it's a woman of childbearing age. Like, are you trying to get pregnant in the next few years? Do you have any questions about what your periods are like right now. So you really tailor it to the age of the patient Mm -hmm. and the gender of the patient and um, their specific needs. But also, like I said, you take a full inventory, like, okay, like here's Greg and he has maybe a mole that I need to keep an eye on uh, for the next time he comes in. So Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh, hey, your mole changed a little bit. Um, Maybe we need to do something else about that. Okay. Okay. So... Is your mind blown? It looks like it's blown from here. I didn't know this much about physical exams. <laughs> I thought it was all the same, that all the guys go in there, it's dreaded, and they go in and go out. They know that the provider knows what they we look like everything. naked. <laughs> Trust me, we've seen so many naked people. <laughs> like This is the least of our concerns. <laughs> That's so funny and, and scary at the same time. Okay, so 30 or 40-year-old wa- walks in to the clinic for their physical exam. What has changed in their physical exam versus 15-year-old me? Well, you're not growing anymore, right? So that's one of the things that we can ex but maybe you have 
uh, different questions about what you should be doing. How, sh- how should you be eating? Your body, you know, has reached a maturity level. So yeah. we're, we need to tailor that more towards that. We need to start maybe keeping track, better track of your cholesterol. Like, hey, you know, now's the time to make lifestyle changes, uh, eat better, uh, don't eat cookies from the break room, Greg. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I failed. I Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's nurses week. Okay, that's fair. Well, I'm thinking like 15-year-old me not only is not so open, but also doesn't even know how to ask the right questions medically. I mean, 15-year-old me is into sports and girls, and I'm not thinking about much else. That's why it's up to your provider to really guide that conversation, right? Okay, yeah. It's part of the reason why I included, okay, like safe sex or, um, you know, here are some things to watch out for. Are you wearing your seatbelt? Are your friends using drugs? Like, is that something that you're worried about? Yeah, yeah. So let's just jump right into this question then. How important is the role of honesty and asking questions when it comes to physical exam? I I mean, I have always said honesty is the best policy, 100%. And, and you should know that your provider should be a judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that all the time. This is a judgment-free zone. You can tell me anything as long as it's not, it's not harming yourself or others. You know, I don't need to tell anyone else. Uh, everything you tell me is private, but everything that you um, you do tell me may affect your health, and I will be able to counsel you in some way. Um, you know, sometimes we have patients that come, like, different scenario, but when people come into the hospital, they don't always disclose, like, oh, okay, like, I do maybe some recreational drugs outside of, outside of the hospital. Well, that could affect your plan of care. Right, so we really appreciate you just telling us mm-hmm. so we don't have to find out later and feel like you lied to us. Yeah. Right. Just tell us, be honest with us. Um, and then if you need help, maybe you're ready for help to quit certain drugs or whatever, then we may be able to offer you that too. Right. So medical providers can actually hear their patients tell them that they do drugs and they just, it stays in the room. Absolutely. Like, okay. Wow. <laughs> This really took a turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. My head is spinning. It could be that cookie that I ate. The Recreational drugs. Is that the medical terminology? That just sounds like out on the play- playground. <laughs> um, it sounds too much fun. Illicit drugs. We could call them illicit drugs yeah, without making recre- you feel better. It just sounds too much fun when it could be like a really harmful drug. <laughs> I'm concerned about you. Yeah, this is this whole talk is it's freaking me out, quite frankly. Look, let me let me just get it out there. All right, let me tell you a story. Oh boy, I won't mention my friend's name because maybe he's not ready <laughs> for for this kind of exposure. No Are pun you intended. ready for this kind of exposure? Here it is for I've the world. Because I've heard the story. <laughs> yes, um, I was a yell leader in college, so you know we threw the little girls around in the air, and it paid for our college. But that required a physical exam, like the biggest obstacle <laughs> in my way of being a yell leader. That was it, the physical exam. It was. So my friend and I decided that we were going to go to the doctor to get our physical exams. And, you know, we weren't entirely sure. We had re- heard mixed reviews, like, oh, the doctor's not going to do X, Y, and Z. Because my friend said, you know, his last physical exam, people just came in and pressed on your stomach a few times. You were good to go. And I thought, okay, well, that's good with me because I don't want them all up in there like the last couple times. So we go to this doctor, and my friend comes into the room with me. 
and he's sitting on this chair, and the doctor tells me, all right, son, uh, drop your britches. And so I just pull down my pants. My friend doesn't know what to do at this point. He's kind of turning his head. <laughs> he's like, his room. eyes are going all over the room, like, <laughs> other than me. And then the doctor spins around his chair and sees me standing there in my underwear. And he's like, and your trousers too, son. <laughs> and so there I am, dropping trowel. <laughs> and my friend just loses it. He's snickering and snorting. And his eyes are going everywhere trying to ignore what's going on. And there I am, coughing and getting my hernia <laughs> check in front of my friend. It was the worst experience ever. Oh, pobrecito, Greg. Yeah, I'm just, uh, thank you for... For listening to that my name is greg <laughs> he's and so, he's, re- he's in recovery yep this is my first time here okay tell me what you think about this quote physical exams save lives go i 100 percent agree with that really yeah okay because i had a friend who he missed many physical exams went in one year after feeling ill for a while and felt like okay something's really wrong here and had like full blown prostate cancer. Oh. Mhm. And um which he said he learned was called a silent killer. Now why why is that? Uh because most cancers don't hurt. Ah. Uh. So that's why it's important to come to your physical exam and you you know you see a woman of a certain age you say okay well it's time to start getting our preventative mammograms uh so we can make sure that you don't have any lumps in places you shouldn't have and right. th- and that's why we check PSA levels on men over 40 so that we can see if that's rising and we can maybe prevent a full blown prostate cancer okay okay so silent killers i heard this is the same with diabetes even yeah, diabetes can be. A, some people don't know that they have diabetes until they end up in the hospital. Wow. Yeah. I had a friend in middle school who had a lot of back pain, mm. like just crying in pain for a while, passed out, mm. went to the hospital, was gone for like two months, uh, almost died when oh she realized gosh. that she was diabetic. Oh, she had type 1? Yeah, and so she had to learn how to cope with all that, new diet, new yeah. lifestyle, everything. And that's really hard for a little one. Yeah, I know, yeah. in middle school, so you're talking super young. Right. Louisa, this has been just too much for me today. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it really was a lot for you. This was like therapeutic. <laughs> I feel uh, uncomfortable and I feel healing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this, Greg? <laughs> Because this was a tough subject for me, and I know that I need to get another physical. Um, it's probably time, but um, yeah. <laughs> Go get your physical done. It is so important. It is the best way for us to prevent um, really serious things from happening if we are able to do active surveillance on, on you. Are they always taking blood nowadays? Because I, I feel like now more than ever, looking at my blood could could just figure out a ton of things yeah and we really can or your blood work does tell us a lot about what's going on okay okay and yes pretty much a hundred percent of the time every year we'll we'll check your blood awesome just so we can trend it we can track it uh say oh hey you know like your cholesterol went up a couple points from last year maybe it's time you start making some changes here and there or hey maybe it's time we start putting you on some cholesterol medications to prevent strokes and heart attacks I just think it I think ultimately in this podcast the thing that really blows my mind is that I mean I just think about the human body and everything that it's capable of everything that like 
we all should have been dead like a thousand times <laughs> over, but we're not. Like yeah. the body is yeah. remarkable. The body is truly amazing. So like how anyone ever learned to narrow down this thing called a physical exam really blows my mind. Like trial and error. How did they get that down into a book? Like these are the things, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's wild. Well, science. Hashtag science. Exactly. Are there any parting thoughts that you'd like to leave on this very touchy subject? <laughs> I, I don't know why it's so touchy for you. I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. Um, prevention is the best intervention. That is what I'll leave you with. Very nice. I, I'm not going to say anything else. You shouldn't. I don't know why you're still talking. <laughs>